Update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m. So for more on this, we join on the line by a program coordinator for the Peter Maritzburg Economic Justice and Dignity Group, Mervyn Abrams. Mervyn, good afternoon. Welcome to Update at Noon. Good afternoon, Sakina, and good afternoon to all your listeners. So when you say that we should brace ourselves, I'm just thinking about the impending fuel price hike. And of course, you have uh, the uh, ripple, the knock on effect of that. And then also um, looking at uh, the Monetary Policy Committee, uh, they are meeting. And um, according to the economists that were polled, the majority seem to think that We'll see another um, interest rate hike. So it's not looking good right at the off for 2022, is it? No, so it doesn't. And and all of these, you know, uh, all are interconnected. So we're looking at, for instance, petrol price increases. And of course, there's also the electricity price increase that will be on the offing. And ESCOM is asking for 20 percent. We're not sure what NERSA will grant them. Uh, and of course, an, a 25 percent basis in, uh, a basis point interest rate hike. Uh, all of this, what it does is it it takes money out of the pockets of households. Uh, so leaving less money in the household, but also these are important inputs into the production process. So, so it also increased prices. And, and that is what we are seeing, particularly with food prices. As soon as the petrol price goes up, as soon as electricity price goes up, then of course, uh, the price of food goes up. Uh, at the same time as it is households having to spend uh, a greater amount of money on transport. And of course, all our major foods, Akina, that we as South Africans eat need to be cooked. So maize meal needs to be cooked, potatoes need to be cooked. So you actually require electricity at that higher price. And, and it's those interconnections that are causing what we call the crisis of affordability uh, in South African households at present. So if we talk about uh, staple food items and if you could perhaps just talk us through some of your key findings and a breakdown of these, please, Mervyn. So, so, when, we, so when we look, for instance, at our basket uh, during the past year, uh, uh, we will see that, for instance, uh, most of our fresh vegetables have increased. Uh, that has shown the, the biggest increase uh, between uh, December and January, uh, which is tomatoes, carrots, butternut, spinach, green peppers, onions. Uh, uh, but then we've also seen other foods increase in the basket. So maize, for instance, continue on its upward trajectory, having increased by about four rand or two percent. We've seen rice increase by two percent. Cooking oil continues to be on the on the increase uh, with two rand. And 66 or two percent. Um, chicken portions have spiked massively. Um, it has increased by 13 rand 22, 22 cents or 17 percent. So, and that's a 10 kg of frozen chicken portions. So, we've seen increases right across the basket, but the main driver for the massive increase is, of course, the fresh produce, uh, and that is directly connected, of course, also to the to the bad weather we've had in December, uh, causing floods in. 
KZN, the Eastern Cape and Limpopo uh, and washing away a lot of the produce on the farms. And adding to that, of course, uh, the high unemployment rate uh, that continues in South Africa and with food inflation already well above inflation, how badly are most South Africans going to feel the impact of these food prices, Mervyn? So already, I mean, uh, 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 people in low-income households that we survey, already they say that there is no way they can buy this entire basket. Um, because if you look at the national minimum wage uh, in December or January, that would have brought in about 3,643 rand. And of course, 60% of South Africans earn at of working South Africans earn at that level. So so they cannot purchase the entire basket. So what people do as a survival strategy is either that they they buy less food or they go for cheaper food. Um, now, both of those are, of course, not good from a health perspective and will lead to our increased disease burden, meaning we will have more people in our clinics. Uh, but also it impacts negatively on our educational outcomes because children that are brought up in those homes often are not able to access and to make use of our, of the country's investment in education. And it also has an impact on low economic productivity. So, so all around it's absolutely bad news for the rest of the country and both from a socio-development but also an economic perspective. Well, on that sad note, we have to leave it. Thank you so much, uh, Mervyn Abrams, who is the program coordinator for the Peter Maritzburg Economic Justice and Dignity Group. Update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m.